veteran and his emotional support Canadian scream into the void about the Mormon church. If you want to reach us, we are on Instagram at notsopeterpriesthood. And you can email us at notsopeterpriesthood at gmail.com. Thanks for joining us. Enjoy! Bye! They don't understand you explain it and you know it's at their level but yeah anyway somebody once i think it was a quote that i read right when i had my first son it was something about if you speak to your children in a way that you or if you engage with your child as if they're the smartest most wonderful human in the world they will become that and so i always try to keep that like if i speak to them as if they are important and their points are valid and their their voice matters then they will grow up being confident and knowing that they matter. So, because it's hard, it's hard as a kid to to be a child and then suddenly have to be an adult and never be taught how to, how to regulate transition. your emotions and yeah. yeah and yeah. and what that does is also sets a mode for them that like if somebody comes at them disrespectfully and is like and isn't listening to them the way you know and is like um, or they don't there's a miscommunication or something, it sets it so that they're, it sets a tone for them where they like, that's not right. I don't need to accept that. I'm going to set a boundary on that and say, you were wrong mm-hmm. and I will not be treated that way. You know, so you're setting up, setting them up for success really. Yeah. yeah. And I've noticed with my sons, like they, like they were getting very good at vocalizing their space and their boundaries. Like my oldest will mm-hmm. say to his little brother, like, I am not wanting to play with you right now. I am frustrated. I'm going to go into my bedroom and you are not allowed in my bedroom. And of course the little one is like, <laughs> yeah, of course. <laughs> but I'm so proud of those moments of where like he can articulate at five years old. Like I am taking myself out of the situation because I am not being respected because oh. you're throwing Legos or whatever. Right. Yes, I love it. It's like such a proud like mothering moment where I'm like, yes, 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 and it's not, and I'm not the parent, but like, no, you need to play nicely. I'm like, no, enforcing them to go play. have your your quiet time. Absolutely, yeah. you are an important person, and having that base is mm-hmm. so important. And it's sometimes important for the little one to not always be in his brother's face too. Yeah. And that actually helps everybody in the household because it's not creating more yeah. drama and more issues. Where Because if you forced him to play with him when he's feeling that, then he, he would just be fighting. So, yeah. yeah. Exactly. <laughs> I like, I need the quiet. I do not yeah. need the continued screaming for hours on it. Yeah. So, thank you, though. That was really sweet of you to say and all this process of tears because oh. <laughs> every day I'm like, am I fucking them up? Am I doing this right? I don't even know what the hell I'm doing. <laughs> I don't think you are. And I feel like every parent goes through that, and especially, like, where they're just, like, because they don't come with a user's manual, and they're just, like, there's nothing that comes out of your, you know. (laughs) Damn it. Seriously. And, like, two children from the same parents being raised in the same environment are Completely different. different. They're, listeners, these, these boys are polar opposites like it is crazy and like you got one that's just like the sweetest little introvert and like a little bit on the spectrum and just like um just uh and he has his he needs his self-regulation time and he needs his like 
he needs a space and then you got little the other one that's just like always in your face and just like really loud and just so crazy and just like the little ham you've ever seen is just like oh like showing little making little faces all the time and like when he's and when he's mad he's real mad you know it's yes. just like super just like the complete opposite it's crazy yeah. how you can juggle that i don't i don't know so, I'm a I think tired you're, woman. you're doing better than you think you are, and I told you that several times. So, <laughs> I know I just love that he like squishes his face on my phone and goes, "Hello, Uncle Jake." <laughs> oh yes, I love it. And then like the other one was like, "Hi, Uncle Jake." He's <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> just so sweet. Just, <laughs> just like that. he like hears your voice like on my phone, and he just like comes running into the room. <laughs> so cute. He's like, "I want to talk to him." I'm like, "Okay." <laughs> <laughs> They're so cute. cute. Ridiculous. Uh, anyway. Well, thank you. That was a really random tangent, but you made me feel all warm and fuzzy inside. So <laughs> We need to have a warm and fuzzy moment with warm and fuzzy corner to, <laughs> before we get into the Lori Vallow bullshit. Anyway, so yeah. there's more. Yeah, so, um, <laughs> so Kobe texts his sister, Tylee, on September 24th. That was her birthday to wish her a happy birthday. And... Yeah, yeah, September twenty fourth. That's coming up when we're recording, but by the time you hear this, it'll be past. But yeah, I think anyway. so actually. Yeah. Um. So and like she replies back, and he says it just didn't seem like her. Like it, the punctuation wasn't like her. The way it came in, it was really short. And so he's like trying to engage with her. Like, are you mad at me? Like, what's going on? And it's not really going anywhere. And he felt mm-hmm. that that was really off. So he calls his mom Lori, and um. He says, like, he's like, what's going on? It's just like, don't worry about it. She's just doing a lot in school. Like, everything's fine. Mm. She'll call you when she gets a chance. So September 24th, that's, like, these dates start getting really important. They do such a good job on the documentary. They do, like, a whole timeline at the top. But, mm-hmm. yeah, it's, once you realize everything that's going on, it's just, it's so heartbreaking. Like, it's yeah. just, um. Yeah, so Kobe's wife is, like, really concerned because, obviously, her husband's really upset. He can't get a hold of his sister. He's worried about this little sister of his, right? So she actually starts listening to Lori's podcast. And, like, they're, like, playing clips of it where she's talking about, like, she was fighting in the wars in heaven for millennia. And she's visited other planets. And I was like, I'm what? Sorry, what? Mm-hmm. What? What's What? yeah and she's just very cavalier about like that's who i am i fought in wars for a millennia in other planets and i'm like for what what now so um yeah so kelsey colby's wife is starts reading because charles had been emailing the whole family like something is wrong Lori is off her rocker Mm -hmm. like she needs help we need to address this and the family was kind of like Mm, no that's like we don't want to get involved and like Kobe says it's because he felt like it was drama in their marriage and he didn't like he was like that's not my place mm. but as Kelsey starts reading through she starts seeing that like like Laura's calling Tylee a dark spirit mm-hmm. and there's a whole list that was ranking it was ranking everybody that they knew oh yeah the whole as, light spirits and dark spirits and we find out that like chad has a whole rating system that he says is very scientific that he can look at a person and he can tell where they rank on the light spirit to dark spirit Mm. so and then once your spirit has left your body you're considered a zombie and they believe that they need to kill twenty thousand zombies 
Like, this is like, and they even showed like clips from like The Walking Dead. I was like, are we, mm-hmm. are we like, are we so ingrained in like writing literature that now we're just living it? Like, I don't understand where this is coming from. Yeah. And we're it's... just, I don't know. I feel like, and I don't know enough about like psychology yet to like really understand, but I feel like there's something there's a mental disorder going on here with Chad Daybell where he's just so delusional, you know, there's something, there's like a disconnect with reality and I don't know what that would be falling under, but I just like, like schizophrenia. Maybe? I don't know. I'm I just like, know. I don't even know. He's just like, he sees, cause I remember, so on my mission, we met a guy that was diagnosed schizophrenic and he, um, uh, I was, he was standing in like the corner and he kept saying that like the devil was in the room yeah. in the corner talking to us, like that it was talking to him while he was talking to us. And he was like, yeah, he's just talking to me. And like, he's just, and he would like, he'd kind of answer him every once in a while. He would be talking to him and would, I would look at my companion, like what the fuck is happening right now? Yeah. And then, um, and it was my, like, we would just kind of have this like moment of like, I don't, I don't know what to do. And then, um, he would like turn over to talk to the devil or the demon that was in the room. And then he would turn to talk to us. So he knew like, yeah, just, I don't know. It was just like this. I, it seems something along that lines, but I don't know if, I don't know. I'm just where you just like, you start seeing the world differently and it's just like, and you get so caught up in this and it, the dogma of the church doesn't help. Like where it's like, yeah, he gets so wrapped up in the the doctrine of the temple and the doctrine of like pre mortal existence, and then like he brings in reincarnation, and he just like anything. I don't know if he saw whatever he saw, like when he was um, had his near death experience. Maybe he saw mm-hmm. something that kind of triggered all this, or maybe he had some like brain injury that we just don't know. We don't like, know about. Just yeah. kind of caused some sort of like because the brain is a crazy like it's just it is so. Um, like complex that it's just it can do strange things when you've got a mm-hmm. disorder or whatever when you've got like chemical imbalances and you got like all this stuff happening like and when you get a traumatic brain injury that's even worse like it's just like shit can happen yeah. <laughs> it's just yeah exactly like, I tend to wonder if he's got something going on like that but and I also wonder if he saw Lori as a vulnerable person that could mm-hmm. be manipulated like or if it was, yeah or thing, if it yeah. just so happened that two sick people found each other randomly like i don't yeah. know i don't know the answer to that yeah there's yeah i don't i don't know cuz she was definitely uh going that way too but i don't, mm-hmm. but she'd been through so much trauma with her exes and stuff so i and i yeah she didn't have being, an easy life that's for sure yeah. like yeah it was sad to see because, like, you, they showed footage of her, like, at that, what was the, um, the, she did, like, a pageant or whatever. She looked oh, like an yeah. old person, and she was just, like, strutting around. She's gorgeous, and she's, like, and then she, uh, on Wheel of Fortune, she looked like a normal, you know, she's, like, yeah. little blonde, you know, cutie, whatever, you know, gorgeous woman that's playing Wheel of Fortune, and just, like, and, but then, like, all the, she just got, I don't know, she got swept away into this stuff, but I don't think she was all there. I think she was just sick in the in the head. 
Yeah. Yeah. Just something not working the way it should have. Yeah. Sad. Um, so yeah, Lori texts Alex and she's like, yeah, like you were saying, bad news. Our brother is a zombie. And that's mm-hmm. why he was trying to help Charles because so Adam and Charles had been in contact and Adam was like the only person in the family that was like, yeah, no, some, something's wrong. Yep. And so now they're talking about how he's a zombie and then they're saying Brandon. So we talked about Brandon previously. Um, mm-hmm. He was married to Lori's niece, but they're getting a divorce. So Brandon pulls up to his house, gets out of his vehicle and somebody in a Jeep Wrangler shoots at him and then mm-hmm. takes off. Yep. Like, um, and it was um, a Rexburg police find the Jeep that shot at him and it's registered to Charles Vallow, who has been dead for a few months. Yeah. Like, it's fucking nuts. Yeah. So we come back, we talk to that um, Julie Rowe, is that her name again? The woman that mm-hmm. has the profit powers. Um, mm-hmm. She's talking about how like. Lori and Chad think that they're the king and the queen of the church of the firstborn, but that's not true because Christ is supposed to lead the church of the firstborn and he's mm-hmm. supposed to come back and restore. But Chad is wrong and saying that like, it's up to him to do it all. Mm-hmm. And so, yeah, it's like this inflated ego of like, no, I it's back to like under the banner of heaven with the brothers saying that, like, they're, they're the chosen, chosen ones. ones. Yeah. yeah. Like it's a lot of these people have like the same tendencies mm-hmm. in their egos. Yeah. So um. Yeah, but all of this. Meanwhile, remember, Chad is still married to Tammy. Oh yeah. Well, and then um, going back to what you're saying about the egos is like it just, and it also brings in like all those offshoots that because yeah. the the same pattern is that they've these guys decide that they're the chosen ones, and then they create a thing, and that's basically what Chad Dayville did. He created a whole other sect of Mormonism that was mm-hmm. like all in this other like outlandish stuff to us like and even to mormons it's outlandish you know well not like, all of them because remember my cousin <laughs> oh, that's true yeah that's true <laughs> but like if you're listening i love you and you're not as weird as you used to be <laughs> <laughs> but yeah Tammy's um, still alive during all that so yeah um so october 19th a man in a ski mask shoots at tammy yeah. in her driveway it was a paintball gun, but yeah. still, that still would scare the shit out of me. scary, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, and then doesn't it, she say that she tried to get, she got uh, Chad's attention, like she was yelling for him, and he yeah. just started talking to the guy, like yeah. trying to like reason with him instead of like trying to defend her, like be like, I'm just like, man, that's a red flag, because like why would he just like, I don't know. I don't, yeah, like there were some kids like, Nikki Nikki nine doors our door and like my husband was like booted out of this house like a man on fire it was <laughs> in- <laughs> it was so funny but I was so taken aback <laughs> but like he was like no <laughs> running out because it had scared me so badly <laughs> anyways but that's what that's what I imagine most husbands maybe it's just my husband's crazy but he immediately like jumped to his feet and ran to the door and like flew down the street barefoot because he's insane. <laughs> like, you're going to protect your own. You're going to protect your people. Yeah. Like, come on. Don't scare my wife ringing our doorbell. <laughs> <laughs> well, you got a guy in a ski mask shooting at your wife. Like, what is it? Oh, don't do that. What are you? 
Please, sir. Please, Please sir. Stop. Just stop. Please stop. By the power of Christ. <laughs> the power of Christ compels you. <laughs> That's all I can imagine. Yeah. Um, so, of course, we get a text from Chad to Lori asking if she can talk about Tammy, saying that she's been switched, that her spirit is in limbo. She's a level three demon entity inhabiting her body named Viola, which is better than Ned. Yeah. So points to Chad. It's a little improvement, yeah. And he says, quote, he's trying to hasten her departure. Uh, yeah. We're talking about Tammy dying. Hasten her. Yeah. Oh, my God. Like, I had to pause right there and just be like, what the fuck is wrong with these people? Yeah. And it's just, like, casual. He's just like, oh, yeah, there's a, she's been switched. And it's like, what the fuck? And I just, <laughs> I wonder, is it really this belief that, like, there, she really is a zombie and that this really is happening? Or... Is he just like, you know what? I'm sick of my wife. I want to get with that one. We got to figure this out. She's cuckoo bananas. So if I just tell her that she's a zombie, we can figure out a way to get rid of my wife. Like, I don't know. I don't know. And at the end of the day, it doesn't fucking matter because they did horrible things regardless. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Well, yeah, I can see he definitely has, I don't know. Was he just like, um, preying on uh, the fact that uh, Lori Vallow was so vulnerable to all this. So, yeah, like I don't know. I don't know if he really like believes his own bullshit or yeah. if. Come on, Walter. Sorry, my dog just wanted to. Walter's the magician. Hey. <laughs> Little Cooper. He's so stinking cute. He's so cute. <laughs> Baby. There's 12 pounds of savagery. Oh, yeah. He's... Talk about a demon. Although sometimes <laughs> he'll just randomly like attack my slippers and just like freak out. And I'm like, I don't know what is happening. <laughs> There's a demon in your slippers. He's got to get out. His name's Ned. Ned, Ned Schneider. <laughs> Ned Schneider's living in my slipper. And Walter's yeah. just trying to. Um, Albus, you're in Walter's bed. <laughs> my god, now we have drama going on over here. Sorry. Come here. Right here. Go in your bed. Come here. There you go. Walter, come on. Go to your bed. Look, he warmed it up for you. All right. Oh. <laughs> my goodness. Just the drama. The drama. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Sorry. Back. Not distracted anymore. Um. <laughs> so Chad's group, his little following cult whatever you want to call it they think that the end of the world is going to be july 22nd 2020 oh, yeah. so because mormons believe that you have to have a spouse you have to be sealed to somebody mm-hmm. to get to the celestial kingdom they all start like marrying each other right yeah, yeah. which oh, like um Ugh. yeah yeah like Lori's niece marries a guy two weeks after she's met him mm-hmm. her brother alex marries this woman zulema Mm-hmm. That they don't really know each like it's just very strange to me. And it's not they didn't even get married in the temple like they just got oh. married like just had to be married in Vegas just, or whatever. Yeah, yeah. it's weird. Um, so yeah, October nineteenth, Lori or sorry, Tammy dies. So this mm-hmm. is ten days after the paintball shooting incident. Mm-hmm. Um, and Chad gets a four hundred thirty thousand dollar insurance policy paid out 
So, and they, they don't really even go into, they kind of go into it later, but like, because we still don't know the cause of death, but like, she just kind of died at their home. Like this perfectly yeah. healthy woman just, just died. Died. Yeah, that's red flag. Like, I'm sorry. Like, if I were to drop dead, please, somebody out there, make sure that an autopsy is done. Like, I'm here for you. Okay, thank you. <laughs> but you know what I mean? Like, yeah. a normal, healthy person just dropping dead, that should automatically be like, nope, we're going to do toxicology. We're going to, like, that's just, that's weird. Yeah. Find a cause. Find, don't yeah. just bury her. Find a cause. <laughs> like, yeah. It's just very strange to me. Um, so Kay, who is JJ's grandma, um, she cannot get a hold of Lori. She's freaking out. She hasn't been able to find. She's been trying to get a hold of Lori, trying to FaceTime with her grandson. She wants to talk to JJ. She hasn't seen him in months. Mm-hmm. Um, so she calls the police and she wants them to do like a welfare check. Right. Yeah. So she's also, she gets into Charles's email account and there is an Amazon order for a ring. Mm-hmm. The Malachite Dead, ring. Right yeah, the Malachite ring. Char- Dead Charles, a- Amazon account has ordered a men's ring and is mm-hmm. being shipped to Rexburg, Idaho. So now Kay has an address for mm-hmm. where Lori is, right? So on November 26th, they perform a welfare check in Rexburg. Um, they find Alex and Chad at the house. Um, and this whole, this whole, this is such bullshit. Like mm-hmm. they're, they're playing it. Like Chad doesn't even know Lori. Like he asks for Lori's phone number. I don't even have that. Like it made me so enraged. Just the lying blatantly. Like, Oh yeah, I don't even really know where I'm Alex's friend. And I'm like, you fuck what? <laughs> You've been having an affair yeah. with her. And like you, off your wife so you could be with her like I was so angry about it I was so angry so then he tells like Lori tells the police that or Alex tells the police that JJ is in Arizona with his grandma and they're like well that's really funny because it's actually his grandma in Arizona that told us to do the welfare check like these people oh. yeah they don't think it through there's like <sighs> no okay. and so then Lori says oh JJ's with Melanie in Arizona they went to Frozen 2 that's why you can't talk to him mm-hmm so, and then she calls Melanie to be like, hey, by the way, we told the cops oh, yeah. JJ's with you. And Melanie is not happy with this. Yeah. Should I blame okay. her? Could, could you imagine me calling you and being like, hey, by the way, I told the cops that you have my kids this weekend. Just go with it. You would be like, listen, bit here, bitch. <laughs> yeah. I'm like, um, what? <laughs> Where are those children? Yeah. She needs to say hello, Uncle Jake, in the next five minutes. <laughs> <laughs> you know, right. like, it's just. Mm-hmm fucking weird anyways um so november 27th or no so the police got a search warrant they go to the house it's empty they've bolted right they run off they run away run away can't find them um so november 27th they go to colby and kelsey's house and they're asking if they've seen tylee um they haven't obviously so now colby's freaking out so he's calling lauren she's like oh no everything's fine they're safe we're safe it's fine everything's fine and then that's it he cannot contact her anymore like he can't get a hold of her her texts are bouncing back nothing so he starts making like youtube videos and like facebook videos just trying to reach his mom being like i love you please just reach me like please just let me know you're okay please let me know that my siblings are okay it is so heartbreaking and like the cop i remember him making those 
Oh, really? Yeah, well, I remember then, seeing them. At this point, this has become a national search for these kids, too. Like, yeah. the, And then I didn't know about these videos that he made. I can't imagine to, like getting to that point where the only avenue that you have to reach your mom is YouTube videos and being like, yeah, whatever you're doing, stop it. We need to talk. I need to see the kids. Yeah. Like just, and the comments on it were absolutely horrific. Like, Oh, they he's in on it. it. Like, yeah. Oh yeah. Like, how could you not know this was going, it was, I felt so bad for him. Yeah. Like so bad for him. And then you, you like, he's already got this guilt. Like we talked about where he's like, I have responsibility for this. I should have paid attention. I should have been more involved. I should have, like, this probably wouldn't be happening if I had, like, stepped in, been more, like, been more aware of what was going on with my mom. And then you got these random strangers on YouTube saying, like, oh, he should have known. He should have known. So, of course, that's going to get in your head. Oh, for sure. Yeah. YouTube's, like, the bottom of the barrel for people to be mean for no reason. It is. Um, So... They end up exhuming Tammy's body on December 11th. Mm-hmm. Thank goodness for that. Um, so then Alex is talking with Zulema. Zulema's like freaking out. And she's like, if they exhume Tammy's body, is anything going to point to you? And Alex is like freaking out. And he's like, I think I'm their fall guy. Like he's getting really panicked. And mm-hmm. so December 12th, the day after Tammy's body was exhumed, Alex dies. Yeah. So that's three deaths now. That Lori is like personally tied to, or Lori or Chad, I guess, because yeah, both yeah. of them, yeah, both of them. Mm-hmm. So on November fifth, so even before like this is going on, um, Lori and Chad get married in Hawaii. It was like Ugh. two weeks after Tammy's um, memorial service. <laughs> Just ridiculous. Like. See, in the photos of that, I can remember seeing on, like, how, yeah. like, I can remember vividly that, you know. When they were released, that, Being yeah. like, you're in Hawaii and your kids are missing? Are like, missing. what the fuck? <laughs> and you aren't answering any questions about this. Yeah. And also, then the ring comes in, right? Like, the mm-hmm. that Malachite ring. The one they, that she ordered when Tammy was still alive. Mm-hmm. And, and it's like, on her finger. Yeah, and, like. I don't so like I've known a family that the wife had a very debilitating disease it was years it was horrible it was killing her slowly it was awful her husband got married very quickly afterwards and it was still like I can't believe we'd get married that quickly and it was like four months or something after she had been dying for multiple years Could you imagine your wife just dropping dead, supposedly of natural causes, no long-term illness, and two weeks later, you're like, yeah, I'm going to get hitched in Hawaii. Fucking suspicious as fuck. I, um, and that, like, I had a bishop in my mission who his wife had MS, and she Mm. was on hospice for years. Like, she was bedridden. Um, I guess for a while she did the mission, like, the missionary, um, uh, meal calendar oh but yeah then it got, by the time i got there she was so debilitated and like she was just like basically just a vegetable like um yeah and then she died right after i left that area and he got married like a few months after that because like and it was somebody that um basically i from what they said was like it was this woman in the ward that 
they built a relationship, but it was also like it was. They said that it was. Um, what's the word? The wife that died had basically like signed off on it. Like she was just like. Oh yeah. See, in this was... family, the wife said, "Don't marry her," and that's who he married. <laughs> oh really? Yeah, it was very dramatic. <laughs> I'll tell you the whole story one of these times, but. All right. It's a good one. <laughs> yeah, I just, I mean, everybody grieves differently, but like, yeah. that just seems really well, weird. Well, then you see pic- the pictures of them, they look so happy and just like, ah, carefree and everything. And it's, it's not a mother who has children missing. And it's a national thing. Like, there are people nas- inter- like looking for these children. It's all over the news. I even There's was like keeping my people, eyes open for them. Yeah, like, and people were like, um, Constantly, const- you know, commenting on social media, like, why the fuck? What are you guys doing? And all yeah. this stuff. And they're just oblivious. They're just like in this, in Kauai. The little and, world, yeah. And they're like, oh, yeah, everything's fine. Everything's yeah. fine. Ugh. Yeah. So they search Chad's house. They seize items. Um, January 26th, they serve, the police in Kauai serve a court order to Lori. They search her car. Which in that footage, she just looks all casual. And yeah. Colby talks about that where he was like, um, he saw the footage and he was sick to his stomach because she's yeah. just like smirking. And she's, which in the, also they had showed footage of her after Charles Vallow died. Yeah. And she was just like too, super thing. calm and just like smirking. Hanging out, just sitting on her car, smirking, like whatever. Yeah. Like so your weird. husband just died. Yeah. And you're just like, you're not even like, there's nothing. Yeah. Nothing. That's what makes me Nothing. think this is like a sociopathic, like, there's just, like, there's, there's no, yeah. like, there's just no emotional response to any of this. Like, uh, yeah. It's so weird. It's so weird. So, yeah, so she gets arrested in Hawaii, and she's sent back to Idaho, and that's the end of episode two. It's a wild ride. Yeah. 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 <laughs> Super fun times. Yeah. Um, so yeah, episode three, the last episode is called A Mother Knows. Mm. I don't, I don't even know. Yeah, so the reporter's talking about the over 600 pictures of Chad and Lori getting married. Like, I love my husband. I think we had like 160 pictures, pictures from our photographer to choose from. Like, yeah. 600's a lot. That's a lot. That's a lot of pictures to sit and mm-hmm. look at yourself. Um, yeah, there's, there's some ego there. Seriously. <laughs> um, there's no kids in the pictures. Mm-hmm. She won't talk about them. Um, so she it shows the footage of her walking in for her bail hearing, and oh, yeah. she's like, it looks like she's going walking into like a grocery store. Like she's so casual. She smiles at like Charles's family. Like she's just like. Sits down next to her lawyer. She's smiling at her lawyer. And I'm like, what the fuck is wrong with you? Like, they, like they said something to her about, like, you understand the severity. And she, like, rolls her eyes. And I'm like, honey, we, what is going on? Like, I just, yeah. she's so smug. So they set bail, like, a million dollars. And she's just like, ah. And, like, she won't look at Colby at all. But she, like, looks back at Chad and she like has this moment with him and Cody Colby was like so angry about it like you could tell it just like fired him right up oh yeah so he ends up calling her at the jail and she says 
doesn't Colby mention how um, the first time he'd even seen Chad Daybell was like, well, in person was at the court, but also the like, yeah. he saw that footage and that was the first time he'd seen. Yeah, he saw the footage of him. like the reporters asking them like, "Where's your kids? Where are your Where's kids?" Your kid? And that's the first time he'd seen this man that his mom had just married. Yeah, her husband. Like he didn't yeah. even know they'd gotten married until it was on the news. Like, didn't he get like the three different things? He got like uh, he got like a bunch of bombs dropped right, all at once. Your mom got married. Your kids. Are, some there was like the three different things that he found out all at once. Well, I can't remember. Yeah. Him talking about that, but um, yeah, your mom's married. The kids are missing, and she's in Kauai. Yeah. yeah. They all got dumped on him. Like, like, and he was like, I'm sorry, what? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so yeah, so he calls her at the jail, and she's, like, talking about, like, Abraham and Isaac and saying that the kids are fine, they're in a safe place. And I'm like, I'm sorry. The moment she mentions Abraham and Isaac, sorry, those, kids kids. those kids are yeah, not Those kids are dead. Like, yeah. So, <sighs> yeah, the FBI ends up searching Chad's property. And we go back to this text message exchange between Chad and his wife, Tammy. And he's talking about how he was like burning like tree limbs and there was a raccoon and he shot it and he buried it in their pet cemetery. cemetery, Which just even saying it out loud just makes me like cringe. Um, Yeah. Yeah. So that that text came in September 9th. So remember Uh I said the details were important about the dates. Yeah. Um, yeah. And Tylee's birthday was September 24th. And then there's. Yeah. So yeah. September 9th was when that text about the raccoon um, was going to Tammy's phone mm-hmm. and they determined that it's Tylee's body that was burned and buried in the pet cemetery. So when Kobe was texting his sister, it wasn't, it wasn't her. She was already dead. She'd already been dead for days. It just made me just just sick, you know? Yeah. Um, so in court, um, Melanie, the friend that did the podcast with her, she's on the stand. And um, she had been recording the conversations with Lori, smart woman. Um, and... Like, she's saying how, like, she's not going to lie for Lori and don't tell the cops that I have your kids when I don't have him. And she's like, I'm just, I just find it interesting that you're turning against me just like Joseph Smith's friends turned against oh, yeah. me. And I was like, oh, my God. She thinks that she's, like, this martyr. Mm-hmm. That, like, she's so full of herself. Like, yeah. I couldn't. I was proud of Melanie Gibb for testifying. She yeah. might have been subpoenaed, obviously. Obviously, she would have been subpoenaed. But, like, yeah. Um, for stepping up and for being like um, for somebody that I think she truly admired at some point in her life. Um, mm. And that they were very close, very intimate friends, like, and to like take a stand against her and say, this is what happened. And I, and to record the stuff and to be like, and to, um, I don't know. I thought that that was a very um, admirable thing yeah. that she did as far as like doing the right thing. Yeah. Um, so yeah, the last time that Tylee was seen alive was September 8th at Yellowstone National Park. Um, and then the last time we know anything about JJ, there was a picture taken of him wearing red pajamas on September 22nd, and they find a child's body in red pajamas on Chad Daybell's property. Yeah. Um, yeah. 
So it came out um, that Lori was, the lawyer said that Lori was unfit to stand trial. So she was sent to uh, an institution for 90 days. Um, Chad has pled not guilty to everything. Um, And they weren't originally indicted on murder charges. It was originally like covering up evidence and um, like evading arrest and stuff. But now the update is that they have been indicted on murder charges. Um, Yeah. They have not yet released the causes of death for Tammy, for Tylee, or for JJ. Mm -hmm. Um, But in April of this year, 2022, Lori was found competent to stand trial and her and Chad will have a joint trial starting sometime in 2023. So we're going to have to do an update when I'm going to be right here. I know. Can you just like go sneak in the courthouse for us? That'd be awesome if I could. That would be good. Yeah. Your court are way cooler than ours are up here, by the way. Ours are really boring. And our (laughs) lawyers wear wigs and stuff. It's weird. No, no. Do they wear wigs? I think they just wear the cloaks now. Oh. I think just my mom's lawyer had a really bad rug, so maybe that's what (laughs) The judges here wear wear the robes still, but there's no wigs, unfortunately. Ours wear, like, big black billowing cloaks and they it's so weird when they like refer to the other lawyer they call like my friend in the law it's so strange it's like the language of our of our court systems is very strange (laughs) it's to go and like sit and watch it for school reasons anyways (laughs) (laughs) i've never personally had to go to court just putting that educational purposes only i would go and watch court that came out really awkwardly (laughs) (laughs) there's lots of disclaimers in this episode anyway it is is just asterisk after asterisk (laughs) footnotes um yeah, yeah so that's the doc um Sorry, uh, yeah, you definitely did, listeners. That's why I was quiet for every minute. I was crying um, because, holy shit, I just so heartbreaking. And it's just gonna get worse once we find out really like how they, you know, and the public's gonna know how they died, and that's how it's gonna. Well, and like um, a, a beautiful part at the very end of that is when um, Colby and his wife and they take their. Oh God! Little girl. They take their daughter to. They're in Kauai and they do a little memorial for Charles and Tylee and JJ. And they, like the way Colby talks about it, he doesn't want this to overshadow, like their their lives. He doesn't want this to be a thing of like Tylee and JJ. Like just remember the the good moments with them and Charles and everything. How he was their father, like their their father that actually took interest in them and that took care of them. And um, just how he's like trying to move on from this, and like, but and he said he even says like, if it weren't for Kelsey and his daughter, he wouldn't have made it, you know. Yeah, he would have just died of sadness. I was like, oh my god, that poor guy. And um, it's good to see that he doesn't have to share the load alone, and like he's got his. I mean, he has a good relationship with his grandma. As far as like, we didn't really touch on how the grandma and the and uh, Lori's sister went on air and were like in support of Lori at first and now they're like the grandma says she regrets doing that and she's... Yeah, she even says like I never thought she could hurt her children but I was wrong and you could tell it just like breaks her to say that like yeah. oh. Well and the thing is like as a parent you don't expect your you know like 
you want the best out for your children, obviously. I don't, I can't speak from experience, but, you know. You do. You want the best for your children. Yep. You want the best for your children. Yep. I know my parents want the best for me. You want them to be happy. Don't expect them to murder. No. <laughs> you know, obviously, you don't. Because, I don't know, it's just. Uh, and I don't know. Maybe my parents least expect of all, me to murder because they're pretty pissed off that I'm on a podcast. So, I've got <laughs> that in common with Lori. <laughs> least of all, you don't want them, you don't expect them to murder their kids you know like to have any part in that and i um so i can understand why she'd be like heartbroken and just like just unable to process how it's how this beautiful child that she raised and like there's so spiritual and so loving and you know that she just suddenly just she went off her rocker and she's just she's up from her like they want to take her to the death penalty they yeah want death life penalty is what they're seeking yeah yeah and they're, <sighs> they're one of the people that deserve it for sure i just um uh, i can't even can't even imagine and the, also um the fact that jj was on the spectrum like yeah he was spectrum. on the autism spectrum which is just makes it so much worse because like a vulnerable even more vulnerable child more vulnerable he's seven years old and he's on the spectrum and it's just it's not right and like i'm sure that like the grandparents that arranged for him to be adopted by charles and laurie i'm sure that they blame themselves oh yeah like if we would have just kept him he'd be alive today you know which you you just can't do but yeah it's just you know that's that's what they're thinking that's a slippery slope spiral that it's hard to hard to escape but it's like it's a very natural response like i was saying like yeah it's just sad the whole the whole situation is just so sad and if there really is something like mental illness going on with Lori, it's sad for her too because look at what she's done yeah whether or not she physically is the one that killed her children it's her she's involved yeah you know, and her children paid the ultimate price for it, for her yeah. mental illness, like, and yeah. not seeking help. It goes into like she could, she should have been into therapy, like yeah. <laughs> checked yeah. into a mental health institute long well, ago. But they there's no way of knowing. On her, and like and she's she flirting was, with the cops, and like oh, that was the other thing. Yeah, yeah. Like, they showed the footage of that and how the cops were on her side, and she's just like flirting with them, and they're just like, oh yeah, she's like, yep, yeah. So and, then it makes you think, like, is she like she's mentally ill, obviously, but there's also like a, an element of like where she knows mm-hmm. how to get what she wants. She yeah, knows how to manipulate. and that's where I swing back and forth on is if this was an intentional thought out but again she thinks that she fought in wars for millennia and has visited other planets so i don't i don't know know where i sit with her or if it's all i don't know i don't know i think that's what's so interesting and disturbing about this whole case is just we don't know we don't know like what the and i think it's because it's also because it's in progress and everything there's still a lot Mm. that we don't know and And it won't come to light until it needs to be because they're going to keep that under wraps until it's the proper time in the trial right yeah they mentioned that they're hoping that the prosecutors have enough evidence to for the death penalty and um even if she sits in jail until she dies of old age 
I am fine with that. Like, yeah, I, she should never see the light of day. <laughs> I have a problem with the death penalty just because you have to be a hundred percent right a hundred percent of the time. Yeah, and that's very difficult. And so, you know, I'm also all for like prison reform and all of that. Obviously, oh, same, same. I so agree. I don't know that I necessarily I, want them to like lethal injection her. Yeah. And also, I think that's probably. I would imagine that that's kind of it plays into the martyrdom that she mm-hmm. wants. She's so going to be the next gives Smith. Her They're going to murder her, right? Yeah. yeah. It, it kind of gives her what she wants. Yeah. And I think maybe that plays into why she's so calm. She's just like, this is, they're after me. This is the A Joseph Smith to the slaughter. thing. Isn't that lamp to the slaughter yeah. bullshit. Just, I, so maybe you're right. I mean, at first I was like, yeah, death penalty. But now I'm like, and I'm not one for death penalty either. But like when I hear stuff like this, I'm just like, oh, God. Yeah. I just, There's people that like it definitely like that have no remorse. Mm-hmm. Get Just get, get rid of them. But like yeah. if they could get her to the point where like she was like aware of everything and like realized the consequences of what she's done. If she had to sit with that for the rest of her life, I'm totally down with that. Oh, yeah. For sure. Yeah. Like the murderer Gacy who like showed no remorse, kill him. Just get rid of him. (laughs) He's not, you can't help him. Yeah. He's beyond, beyond the realm of help. (laughs) Exactly. So anyways, it was a rough ride. Thanks for coming on it with me. (laughs) It's basically like reliving the documentary twice. So that was fun. Um, Oh yeah. (laughs) Good time. uh, it was good to talk about it because it's able to process a little more of it because like watching it like i'm just like holy shit yeah and you we both i think we noticed different things that were um a little more poignant to both of us so yeah and then to come in it from an ex-mormon point mm-hmm. is a very different take than just like the general population right i want to know what people like that aren't have no ties to mormonism and also like um no ties to this area and like yeah. no to, you know i wonder what they think when they watch this stuff like oh mormons are crazy you know that kind of stuff i'll like, send a text message and we'll find out <laughs> well, there you go <laughs> i have a lot of non-mormon friends who perfect have never been to idaho so we'll find somebody we'll have them tell us what they think <laughs> right. if you were a nevermore nevermo and you uh uh yeah. watch this documentary or whatever let us know. Yeah, DM us on Instagram at notsopeterpriesthood or email us at notsopeterpriesthood at gmail.com. Which I know the password to now. So. <laughs> <laughs> I knew it before, but I didn't know it, you know, because it was, anyway. Um, it was somewhere. It's fine. <laughs> it just signed me in automatically. I just thought it was a free thing, you know. Shit. Anyway. <sighs> That's great. Better than I do. So, so yeah, brain's have... got some serious problems, but <laughs> that's a whole other podcast. Hey, you know, you listen to stuff about Lori Vallow, and you're like, hey, I'm actually pretty sane. Hey, I'm a fucking good mom, man. <laughs> yeah, you're doing great. You're make you feel really great about yourself. <laughs> do not think that I've lived a millennia. I'm brand new. <laughs> brand new. <laughs> you're spring uh, chicken. We already talked about that. Yeah. <laughs> I'm a young couple. So funny. So funny. Anyways. Right. Yeah. Just go take a shower because I'm sure you want to do that. Right. That was I a great ride. Hygiene, as well as just, you know, 